You're listening to the Elevate Podcast, the official podcast of the Coastal LA Singles Ministry, where our focus is reaching up, reaching in, and reaching out. Ephesians 1 verse 3, it reads, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For He chose us in Him before the creation of the Word to be holy and blameless in His sight. In His sight, in love, He predestined us to be adopted as His sons through Christ Jesus in accordance with His pleasure and will to the praise of His glorious grace which He has freely given us in the one He loves. In Him we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that He lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. What I want us to do tonight is to uh, take a few minutes and think through that as to what our lives have looked like since we've become Christians, how God has lavished us in His love. I wanted to take a little bit of time tonight to have you share that. And then what we'll do at 8.30 is we'll break up into our small groups. For those of you that don't have the opportunity to share, I'd like you to talk about that in your small groups so we'll spend some time praying. Um, I did want to uh, thank everybody that's been praying for my mother-in-law, too. Um, the surgery was a success. Uh, they removed the duodenum. The cancer had not metastasized, and they just got the reports back on our lymph nodes. It has not spread through the body at all. So they do believe that they got it all. Um, it was a pretty challenging surgery, though. She was uh, under the knife for eight hours, um, and they guesstimated it was going to be about 10-day recovery. The surgery was last Thursday. Jackie's not here tonight because she's had some issues um, the last couple of days. Basically, what they're hoping her system will do is it'll, they, they disconnect. The duodenum connects the stomach to the uh, small intestine. So they had to reroute things for a while. They're trying to get her body to process again. Uh, this evening, she had some major, major challenges. She's throwing up, which is not what they want her doing at this stage. Uh, they were hoping to release her tomorrow, but it's not looking that way. So if you guys would continue to keep uh, Joanne Dickens, that's Jackie's mom, in your prayers, uh, and that she'll just have a speedy recovery from here. Uh, God definitely answered the prayers as far as the cancer and all was concerned. She's really having a rough time right now with the pain uh, that was a result of the surgery. So uh, I would definitively appreciate that. On that note, um, I'm super grateful. I feel like God has lavished me in a, a number of different ways. When we were, uh, I think many of you know, Jackie and I spent about three weeks in the Middle East. And um, we knew that our son was interviewing for the position. And we kind of found out about it the same way all of you did and that, on CCB, we got that notice that you did stating that he had been hired on part-time in the uh, Greater Long Beach uh, ministry, and I'm super grateful. Um, I know Stephen's always had a propensity for ministry. I never thought in my wildest dreams that we'd be on the same staff together. So uh, God's been pretty amazing. Uh, he attended his first staff meeting last week, and uh, it's just great having him in that mix. I'm looking forward to seeing how God's going to use him moving forward. But with that... Who of you has felt lavished by God? We've got a few of you. Hopefully the rest of you did at one point in time or may, may achieve that again at some point. But uh, we'd like to, let, let's go ahead. Uh, Brian, you want to stand up and uh, just share that briefly? Amen. Why don't you guys come on up and uh, use the mic too. That way everybody will have the opportunity to hear you. Oh, come on. Wait, wait. KK Bashful? Seriously? guys uh, good evening hello um, I just wanted to just 
like, in, I've been a disciple for 14 years, and um, I'm so grateful. Like, every, I feel like every year God is always teaching me something new and amazing. And I feel that um, one of the biggest ones is, um, I think I just started to talk to uh, people a lot about my job. Um, my job, I've been at my job for nine years now. And I work at the bank, most of you don't know, and it's a sales job. So with my job, it's, it's one job that I feel like it helps me consistently see God and how God provides because it's commission-based. So whatever you get is what you get. But um, one thing I really appreciate when Marco was here, like he was talking about giving, and I've seen God, how God has really used that to just even show me in cr- like crazy ways that if you give to me, I will give back to you. And one of the decisions I made, especially when he decided to talk about uh, giving gross over uh, net. And at first I was like, I've always given, gave, given net. And I was like, gross? I don't know if I want to do that because it's a lot more. And it's not like I'm getting that money, really. But um, I was like, okay, I don't know God. I don't know how to do this. And I remember the first time I actually trusted and I actually gave and God blessed it. And I got a lot back. I was like, wow, this is awesome. So it came to specials this year. And one of the things I told God, I was like, God, okay, I want to do something great. Like, when I get my tax return, I'm actually going to give half uh, of that. And by the time the tax return came, and I looked at the money, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to give this. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to give this. And I started to backtrack, like, okay, God, maybe I should give a little bit more or less. And I was grateful I did it. I just put it to the side. I said, okay, God, we'll revisit back in June because I got it in April. So in June, I was like, okay, God, I just, I'm just going to trust you and just give it. And believe you not, I've never hit. Not only did I not, like my, my uh, incentive, we had to hit a certain quota. Not only did I hit my quota, I actually not even tripled. Not, like, I did it like five times more. I've never hit that in my life. I was like, oh, my God. And I think it was God had to show me that in that same month that I got that back. And it wasn't like before I even gave it. Like as soon as I gave it, the next week I found out about it. And I was like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Like this is amazing. And it's just to show that when we give and trust God with our wealth, God will give it back because he just wants our heart, not the money. It doesn't matter about the money, but he's just always showing me with my job. And just to even crown it, like I went to visit the church in London in July, and half, like half of the month I was already gone. So even just hitting the quarter is very hard. Not only did I hit it, I actually doubled my quarter <laughs> that July too. I was like, Oh God, you're amazing. So guys, I just will encourage you. If you always, if you feel like you're holding back, don't. God wants to bless us. He really does. Just give it to Him, and He will take care of it. So I just feel loved by God. Amen. One of the, um, I really appreciate Kiki and all that she does for the uh, singles in South Bay. A, a new hat that she just recently took on. Each of our churches have developed their own financial committees. Uh, Church Financial Advisory Committee, CFAC. On a regional level, we have our RFAC. Kike is uh, one of three people that are helping with the oversight of the finances in the South Bay Church. So I just really want to thank her for all the help that we get on so many different levels in South Bay. Thanks, sister. Hey, guys. So my wife and I are uh, 25 years old as Christians this month. And, uh, you know, the cool thing about God's lavishing is it doesn't stop at baptism. Uh, I pretty much destroyed my marriage and family and 
pretty much lost everything, but God restored it. Uh, I, I was a sexual addict, and even as a disciple, I continued to test God and make bad decisions, and I did a lot of terrible things, uh, but God continually redeemed me, continually disciplined me, continually loved me, had patience with me, and uh, my wife's my biggest hero. And if you guys ever want to hear our story, it's absolutely crazy. Uh, two of our children are disciples. Uh, all of our kids are married and having kids of their own. And without God, I would be lonely and single. And not that single, singleness. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Because I. W- Let me back up. <laughs> I wouldn't have God. I wouldn't have God, so that's why I'd be lonely. Not because I'd be single. Amen. You just got to love him, right? Come on up, Bernardo. I'm single. (laughs) Just saying. Okay, I wanted to share this really quick because about four months ago, uh, or five months ago, actually, I was going through a difficult time with my work, and I was feeling very stressed, and I was feeling like I didn't really know um, how I could balance everything, and I was considering, you know, like cutting back in my fellowship time and helping with the ministry or in any capacity, and I just thought, you know, I'm just going to focus on my career, and I'm just going to do that. But then that didn't feel right, and I think that's where I really want to encourage everybody. If you're finding yourself in that place where you have a very difficult time with your work and the demands of it and and, you know, other things pulling you away from fellowship, trust God. And so leading uh, into April, I actually decided to resign from my job. And uh, uh, I just didn't see it going in the right direction. And I didn't have anything lined up ahead of me. And I just decided, you know, and, and it was taking time away from my family, from the fellowship, from being able to help. And from so many other areas, personally, I was not finding peace with where I was. And... Um, so I let go of the job, and uh, I decided, you know, I'm going to take two to three months off, and I'm just going to focus on things, and I'm just going to be engaged, and I'm just going to try to help as much as I can. And so I did that, and uh, not, so right the, at the same, on the same day that I resigned from my job, I got a call from a different company offering me a job. And then I thought, okay, maybe I should go for that, and I talked to Steve, and he's like, well, don't look at it as a blessing or a curse, just trust God. And so I decided to apply for it, but it didn't work out. And uh, later on, I, I looked back and I, and I saw, you know, like how that was more of a distraction because if I would have, if that would have worked out and I would have taken that, I wouldn't have taken the time off that I said I would when I resigned my job. And so I, I took uh, two and a half months um, off and li- way up to the uh, two months, I was, uh, I was kind of getting anxious and like, okay, God, I don't know what's going to happen now. And at the two and a half month into my time off, Actually, God blessed me with an amazing job, less than men, more money, and I'm actually still able to do a lot more now. And just being able to, and, and I was able to increase my contribution by 25%. And, and all of that together, I just feel like, you know, if, if anything is pulling you away from God, why do you want to give in to that if that only promises you to be away from God, but rather choosing God and seeking the kingdom first and doing that first? even if it means quitting your job. And I'm not telling you to quit your job, but I'm telling you to trust God in the decision you make so that you wouldn't miss out on the blessings of God. Right. Come on, Bernardo. 
husband made me come up here. <laughs> Love you, babe. Um, anyways, what I was just going to share with you guys is um, I feel like God has really lavished me many times in my life um, throughout, even before I was a disciple. Um, I went through many different stages, uh, stages of sinning a lot, um, driving drunk. I actually got arrested. <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm already in the family, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but just phases, um, you know, of being in sin and God still protecting me. Um, I got arrested for driving drunk, and that night I totally could have killed someone. But just even through me being arrested, um, God erased it off my record. I didn't have to pay any court fines. It didn't affect me getting a job. Um, so he really lavished me in that way. And then I went through, you know, a stage of being super self-righteous and, you know, trying really hard not to sin. And he sent me, you know, to South Africa and Haiti and just really changed my heart about um, what Jesus really looks like in his uh, mission and his heart. And so I feel like that was definitely lavished on me. Um, and then for sure becoming a disciple, you know, I mean, how much, how much, you know, blessing is that to become a disciple and uh, what God provides in that and, I got everything, basically what I want to share is every time that I didn't feel surrendered about something, like finding a husband or finding an amazing career or, I'm going to cry, having a baby, um, I, you know, I would be like, God, I don't trust you in this area, I don't trust you in this area, and as soon as I gave it up to him, um, he would give it to me. So with my job, you know, I said, God, I don't even know if you want me to be a nurse, but this is my sacrifice to you, and immediately I got a position in the ICU at USC as a new grad just handed to me. Um, I was surrendered. I went through a really hard relationship with a guy, and I became surrendered after that. Like, God, I'm okay with being single for the rest of my life if it means following you, and if it means, you know, being in love with you, I'm okay with it. And I met Stephen right after I surrendered that. up, uh, He reached out to me, so that was great. And then also... I went through a period of um, having a lot of fear about being infertile, and um, I remember I was crying one morning, and I was just like, God, I don't, you know, why do I feel this? Um, You know, why do I feel like I'm going to be infertile? And I actually took a test that morning, and I was pregnant. (laughs) Um, But sadly, I ended up losing that baby, Um, but now Stephen and I are pregnant again. Some of you already know, but um, I'm almost 14 weeks, and if you guys could be praying, it's a girl. Thank you. But anyways, God is amazing. I just want to even fast for me. I'm just kidding. Um, but God is amazing, and I definitely, anything that you're struggling with, anything that you're chasing after, give it up uh, fully over to God, and it'll just come your way. She's half my grandbaby. We got the uh, Princess Leia thing going on tonight, or? <laughs> I'm trying something new. I'm trying something new. It's really convenient, though. You guys should try it if you have long hair. Um, Wasn't that funny? Okay. Um. Well, I think about just my whole life, I feel like 
God's always been lavishing me. I mean, just even the fact that I grew up in this family. Um, uh, but especially this past year, graduating high school, I wanted to go to San Diego um, to be with my friends and everything. And um, I didn't really know where to go because either I was going to stay here and pursue music or I was going to go to San Diego and try something else there. Um, but what happened was, like, super random because, like, my dad, he showed a video of me singing to this guy, and he's like, oh, I have a friend that records and everything. And so basically we started getting in contact with him, and I was still really, my heart was so set on San Diego because I just really wanted to be in the campus ministry there. Um, and, yeah, so... I was, like, really scared. I was praying a lot about it, and I was kind of freaking out because we were going to meet this guy, and basically what he was getting at was, like, if I go to San Diego, music isn't going to happen, you know? And not that it's, like, not going to happen, but it's just it's really hard to make it work. So, and, like, my heart was broken because I really wanted to go to San Diego, and so I was praying about it a lot. I still wasn't sure what my decision was going to be, um, but it was funny because the day that we met the guy, like, I, we were going, we parked right in front of his house, and, like, I still had no idea where my heart was at, and we were about to go meet this man that I've never met, and he's, like, has my future in my hands, basically, and I just, when I was there, I was thinking, like, okay, God, like, last minute, like, Hail Mary prayer, like, if, if this is where you want me to be, let him have a dog. <laughs> I'm being dead serious right now. I was so, I just, like, nothing else was coming. I had no other, like, notion that this is where I wanted to be. You know, I was like, okay, God, you know, if this is what you want me to do, if you want me to stay here and work with this man, like, let him have a dog. And I was, yeah, I was desperate, so desperate. Uh, well. <laughs> and so when we get out there, um, the first thing that, that Mark says was, I hope you like dogs. And I was like... All right. And so then ever since then, like, it's just been amazing. I feel like I've always been so afraid to even just continue pursuing music and everything. And I feel like constantly, like, whenever we need a drummer, oh, there's a drummer next week, and he's fantastic. And it's just like, it just keeps going and going, you know, and I just feel super blessed by that. And, yeah, and I was just so grateful for everyone that actually came out on the gig I mean, because I was so afraid. I didn't know. I I don't know. I had no expectations, but I was just, you guys, so, like, it was a family, you know, and, and even when it says in the, um, is it for Second Corinthians, when they talk about how, like, when one part of the body suffers, it suffers, and if the one part rejoices, what? Oh, First Corinthians 12. Um, but yeah, they talk about how like when one part of the body suffers, it suffers, and if one part of the rejoices, it rejoices. So I felt like you guys were rejoicing with me, and I'm so grateful yeah, for that. What's up, guys? It feels really good to be here um, tonight with you guys. And I was thinking, what can I say about how much God has lavished me? And I just looked around the room, and I got emotional because God has lavished us with such a great family. Um, and I don't know what stage of your walk you're in with God, 
But, you know, many of you know this has been a very challenging year for me this year. And I just want to speak and encourage people who may be having a hard time. Because as much as God lavishes on us, Satan has like a plan for us as well. And I don't know if you've ever felt like you were in that perfect storm. And God just threw everything, you know, he allowed all these things to happen. And you felt discouraged or you felt like you couldn't see how awesome he was. But that was where I was at for a long time, starting about a year ago. And I just want to encourage you because what I feel grateful for is how God has shown me um, how faithful he is and how true his word is and how deep his purpose is and how he can keep us even when we have challenging times. I mean, I've lost both my parents as disciples. My family is going through all sorts of stuff. Um, I felt hurt. I felt abandoned. I felt like I've given a lot. I felt like all these things, I feel like the biggest sinner of all. But God has been so patient, so faithful, so true. And if you want to know more, I'll tell you about it. You can ask me about it later. So I just want to say thank you to you guys because this is such a reminder to me about how much God has lavished us with his love. Well, God is good. <laughs> Some of y'all know what's up. Uh, <laughs> well, I God is good, and I, well, first I've been in, so encouraged by what everybody shared, and um, so you know you're not in a good place when you're looking forward to your surgery so you can rest. <laughs> <laughs> so I had surgery May 20th, but um, I was actually getting excited because, and it was, it actually was a very um, life-changing, threat, I mean, just very challenging surgery. But I was more tired to really think about it and even grieve that part. Um, but I see what God lavished on me is that... Um, he lavished on me rest. Uh, I mean, I, I'm telling you, it's, rest is a good thing. Because some, some of us, even though we know we need rest, we don't know how to stop. It's like, you, don't, you think you're stopping, but you don't. And that's, that's totally me. And I felt like at first when I was, um, well, I, had the, I mean, I had the surgery, went home that night. Um, crazy. But during that time... God really just ministered to my heart. <laughs> like I really felt like, like I just, it's like a baby that's swaddled, you know, you know, when you swat, they love being swaddled. They, they just love it, you know, and that's how I felt. Like I felt swaddled by God. And at first, I, they fight it at first. But then they're like, oh, this is good. This is really good. And I think just being off like the six weeks and having all of the disciples just really love up on me. And at first I told Maureen, I don't need anything. I'm good. I'm good. Um, but she talked to me in my insanity and helped me to see how much I, was, I really needed people. But during that time, like, um, like I, I had been feeling really 
distant from God. You know, I just, I wasn't connected on an emotional level. And I was trying to make it happen. But God was like, and it was just a lot of things in my heart that God had to get me to a place that he was going to deal with. And I wasn't afraid because by the time he got me to that place, it was it was like, hey, what what do you want to do? You know, I'm I'm good with whatever you want to do. And I read a lot of books. I actually read that book, Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. And I, I know some of y'all, I couldn't read it at first. I was like, this book is too deep. I got, I got too much going on. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I can't do these serious books. But it's funny, I picked it up again. I was like, oh my, I cried all the way through the book. Oh my God, this is me. <laughs> I cried all the way through the book. I mean, I would pray the prayers and I just felt like I connected so much. And the other book, Ten Steps to Diagnose Something Spiritually, couldn't do that one either when we did it. Um, but it's funny, things come around. And, and then just spent a lot of time just, like, I started back journaling. I, I hated to journal. But just journaling. But God, God was working. And it didn't happen overnight. I mean, through the six weeks, I felt like, different things God was helping me to, to like, face, you know, to really grieve, like, my mom passing, to grieve, you know, the surgery, and to do it on his time, not even my time. And I got a lot of sleep. I'm so, I, it's good to sleep. I got a lot of sleep, and then I actually, Brian, I had spoken to Brian. I took a sabbatical. Well, my version of a sabbatical I don't, want to, I don't want to have any responsibility. Okay. And Brian, Brian Craig told me, oh, good. Maybe during this time you'll write a song. And I literally did this, what? <laughs> write a song? And you know what? I didn't plan on writing a song, but God lavished on me his words, and I wrote a song. And I've been, and I've been able to, sh- and I say it's God's song because I'm just not that deep, really. But he, he gives me words. I feel like sometimes that he wants to share. And so I've been encouraged because in my, by him and God encouraging me, I've been able to share the song individually with, you know, with, with different people. And it's really encouraged them. But I felt like as crazy as this summer was, and now, oh, now I have shingles, so now it's this whole other thing. But I, well, I don't think I'm contagious right now. I don't know. I'll, I will stay away from pregnant women, and if you haven't had the chicken pox. But, um, but I just feel like God has just, I honestly feel like this has been one of the best summers of my life so far. And, um, well, I don't want to take up a lot of time. I can sing it, but I don't but you let me know when. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll let you guys know when, cause you have to sing with me. All right. We got time for two more. The rest of you guys will get to share in your groups. Hi, I'm Jennifer from the uh, Greater Long Beach Ministry. So, um, let's see, where do I start? 
So I grew up in an atheist household. No God. We hated God. Um, and so I, the blessings just even started from my grandma being Catholic and planting that seed of um, praying and believing in God. And that was pretty much all that happened, but that seed definitely grew over the years and got me through um, just what could have really ended up as a horrible thing growing up not believing in God or even despising God. So um, there was a lot of humbling that went on. I had a ton of security in my academics. I had a ton of uh, of security in friendships, my family, um, whatever relationship I was in at the time, Um, looks, whatever. So um, it was really cool because I had actually studied the Bible with this church back in 2010. And um, I said, no, I don't want to get baptized. Get away from me. Like, creepy stalker cult, get away. (laughs) And so um, I just completely turned away from God's word. And um, I'm just being honest. (laughs) And um, so it was just crazy how over the next two years, like, God just completely humbled me in every single one of those areas. Like, I just completely lost any and all interest in my academics, so grades started going down. And I didn't understand why. It was just out of nowhere. Um, you know, that those awesome friendships I had security in, like, all of a sudden, like, started leaving or um, we just weren't doing so well in our friendship. My relationship with my parents, a lot of turmoil started happening. Um, boyfriend, I, you know, we didn't work out. And, like, all these things. I started, I gained, like, a lot of weight. <laughs> so, like, everything I had security in, like, God, like, just plucked me out of it. And it was exactly what I needed because when I finally studied two years later, like, God had prepared my heart to just be surrendered and to be completely just, just give myself over to him. Um, and it was just so crazy how many things were holding me back. But it was just amazing how, like, all the horrible things that did happen in that period were actually his blessing. They were actually, you know, his richness. And they were just things that I can look back on and just even, like, thank God for. And so I think that had a huge um, impact on my relationship with God now. Because usually when I'm going through a really hard time, like, it's just really cool because I, re- I can remember, like, how difficult those two years were and think, like, but it led to something so great. And so that just always gives me hope for whatever hardships I'm going through. And so I honestly just kind of look at everything, like, the good times and the bad times as, like, this awesome blessing. And there is always fruit from everything. And so I'm just really grateful for that. Um, But yeah, there's like a bunch of things that even just coming into the kingdom I still had a lot of security in or just didn't trust God with. Um, Like with school, I just was so sure I was going to be like a biochem major and I was going to do this and I was going to do that. God humbled me again. And so um, I ended up leaving school for a while and I didn't know what I was going to do. And so one day after I had already decided to just stop school for a little bit, I was at a park, and I was just praying, like, God, like, you gave me gifts and talents. I don't know what they are, but you do. So, um, just you know, if you're willing, like, bless me with a job where I can use those things. Literally, like, five minutes later, my sister calls me because, actually, a friend called me because my sister had called him because my mom was calling her. 
because a friend had called her with a job for me. (laughs) And so that's the job I'm at right now. But it's been so amazing because my main concern at that job had always been like, okay, God, like, I'm not going to be here for the job necessarily. Like, I want to be here to reach out. I want to be here to find other Christians. I want to be here to make Christians. And it was so cool because, like, two months in, I had, like, a Bible study group there. We had evangelism hour there. Like, um, we would just take times to, like, do little, like, make little gifts and put them on people's desks of scriptures and it was just really amazing to like be able to connect with like other Christians out there and just to see their faith and grow from that and it's just been really amazing. Um, and currently, I'm kind of working on like a new career, and so hopefully God blesses that. Oh, He will. But um, and uh, I don't know. There's just a ton of things. Like I used to be a huge manipulator. I used to be like very bitter, very angry, like just a very dark person to my core. I'm sure we all are somewhere in our hearts, and so. Um, it's just been amazing to see God, like, just scaffold that out and really just um, help me to understand, like, all the ways that I've hurt people in my life and to have the humility to go back and apologize and try to make up for it and um, just even show God in that process. And um, I don't know. It's just it's crazy because, I don't know, I'm probably really flawed still. I really am, but, like... I was way worse before, and so it's just like, and so it's just amazing, like, how, like, less flawed I am now, I guess, thanks to God, and that's completely glory to God, and so, um, I don't know, just, God's just a blessing altogether, so. Amen. (laughs) Hi. Um, Excuse me. Um, as some of you know, I make music. Uh, for the past year, I've been a music producer. Basically, what I do is I make the background music that you listen to, that people are singing over. I literally play the background. Um, and so in doing all this, I didn't learn all this until about a year ago. And so I can say that in full confidence that God had kind of blessed me with that. Even though I had been musically involved in high school, in my jazz band, and in marching band, I hadn't been making music to the capacity that I am now. Um, And so over this past year, it's been a bit of a a struggle to get... uh, people to notice it and get uh, the attention for it, to be able to use my gift to bring people to Jesus. And that's really difficult when you're thinking about instrumental music. There are no words, so I can't say anything. I could, but then it wouldn't be instrumental music. But this music doesn't say anything. It only pulls emotions. And so... I've been putting more and more effort to collaborating with people, and with every single effort, it just falls right through the floor. And so it's been difficult. There have been points where I've just wanted to quit and wanted to give up, and I see other people that are making music, and they're doing a whole lot better than me. And then I'll even hear crazy stuff on the radio, and I'm just like, how is this getting a million plays? This doesn't make any sense. I'm doing this for Jesus. But 
as some of you know, uh, recently I was picked up by a record label, and I now work for them as an in-house producer. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And even though that happened, it didn't really hit me. I was like, okay, now I'm a part of this label now. Now what? And we just recently had a show in Victorville. And when I went there, it finally all hit me. I got to be able to see that all these people, this label, which is a Christian label, by the way, they're doing all of this to glorify God. And I'm a part of that. I'm a part of this process now. I am using their voices, these people who are talking about God, and putting them over my tracks and effectively getting people closer to Jesus with stuff that I've crafted with my own hands in my own brain. This is crazy and beyond me. And, and it's been hard because like, I, I look at my SoundCloud page and I'm normally getting like 50 to 100 plays, which is definitely not a lot. But God has been showing me that, that this is not in vain, that I have to keep on pushing forward with it. And even blessed one of my songs, just one, just one song, with 2,600 plays. And I have no idea how, because that happened in the past three months. And, and so it's been amazing. And I've been even given offers from brothers and sisters in the OC to come and do music for them. And so God's been really lavishing me and showing me that my gift is not in vain. It's even allowed people to take me more seriously, being a part of a label and saying that I'm a music producer, that I'm able to use that and glorify God in the process. And ever since I've known that I've been able to do this kind of thing, ever since God's shown me this, it's been a dream, and now God is making that dream come alive for me. So I think we've been able to see tonight God's definitely been working in our lives, lavishing us all kinds of love and in so many different ways. But right now, what I'd like to have, uh, I'd like to have my son come up and close out with a prayer, dismiss you back to your groups. Let's go ahead and continue the sharing on this evening. Uh, over the next uh, nine weeks, we've got um, all the different church leaders, evangelists will be kind of working through the rotation here. Brian Craig will be speaking. Uh, we've got a few of the single brothers who are going to be speaking as well. So... Uh, with that, let's just kind of keep this going as far as how God has been loving us, taking care of us, lavishing our lives, and let's make sure we don't keep it to ourselves, that we take the opportunity to really express this, bring the good news to others. Amen? Let's go ahead and uh, bow our heads in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for just allowing us to be here, just to be able to worship you and, and to really hear everybody's story. Uh, it's truly incredible what you've done in each and every one of our lives. I pray that we, as we break up in our small groups, uh, you just help us remember everything you've done for us, and that will motivate us to want to do more for you. Thanks, God, and I pray this all in your son's name. Amen. You've just listened to the Elevate Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit elevatecoastal.com.